listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kat. And I'm Faith. And it's June! It's June! What's June? June is International Potato Month. It is National no, Eat Your know. Vegetables Month. Is it? I don't know. It's also Pride Month. It is. It's Pride Happy Month. Happy Pride, baby girl. Yay. Are you proud? Um, I'm not ashamed. I'm proud. I'm a little proud of, of the journey I've taken. Okay. and Because uh, it's been a heck of a journey and it's still ongoing. And it's hard and it sucks a lot of the time. It does. So you should be prided because it's like being a soldier or going to law school. Yeah. You should be proud that you got through that. Exactly. Because it's hard and it sucks, mm-hmm. but it's worth it. It's exactly like law school. In every possible way. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let's just talk pride. Pride. It's, it's pride. June is pride month. In the US. Hooray. Yay. It's got other, obviously in Australia, you don't want pride in June because it would be winter. Oh, good point. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. I don't know. Maybe they do. Australian listeners, please let us know. Yeah, speak up. So what is pride? Let's talk about pride. It's a, it's, you know, the Bible says pride goeth before a fall. Oh boy. Pride is about being proud and haughty. Mm. What's up with this? What's up with pride? Are you asking Why are me? We? Yeah. Are, okay. I mean, I love pride. Yeah. I, I love the parades. I love the rainbows. Mm-hmm. I love um, seeing politicians and celebrities have to pretend to care about gay <laughs> people or if they're gay, they get a little more airtime. Uh, I, uh. I like it. I like the whole thing. I I like that little kids who aren't so sure whether they mm-hmm. like boys or like girls and which one's okay or which aren't. I, I like that they see pride festivals and they see rainbows and they hear about things like this. Um, I know the kids who probably need to hear that the most don't hear no, about this. No. You didn't get a lot of pride I stuff did growing not. up. <laughs> I don't remember if that... I remember hearing about pride parades, but mm-hmm. I don't, if my hometown had one, I we didn't attend. Yeah, yeah. It does have one now. Apparently, Augusta huh. is very Augusta, Georgia is very pride heavy. So that's good. Yeah, doesn't like mean that the kids else. who need to go are getting to go. No, yeah. but I, I'm hoping that you know future generations will be a little a little better. Yeah. So pride, pride actually started, and this is a, a very important year for pride. You may have heard World Pride. Mm. Um, that's actually. So it's the 50th anniversary. 2019 is the 50th anniversary of a very important, probably the most important and significant moment in all of gay rights and, and trans rights and LGBTQ history. Mm-hmm. And that is the Stonewall Riots. Stonewall Riots. Yep. There were several. Uh, it went for three days. Yeah, I yeah. guess you could say there are three different riots, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the Stonewall Riots. Yes, you that does three. make sense. Three. It was a, it was a sort of extended thing, but the cops kept showing back up. They didn't have to. Mm-hmm. So what that was was in a lot of places, New York City included, it was illegal to be gay. Right. To it was illegal to what do what they called cross dressing or mm-hmm. transvestism. Mm-hmm. And it was it's funny. I read that in New York, it was like you couldn't wear you had to be wearing at least 3 articles yes of your own gender's clothing and yes. that's the gender that the police have decided to assign you or you could um, get a ticket or, or you, arrested or I arrested forget. or a ticket yeah. yeah so it was very odd mm-hmm. and so you could get fired from your job for being gay mm-hmm. uh 
if if people were even out as trans, it was probably very rare mm-hmm. and on the fringes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, but being being gay could get you fired from your job. It could get you kicked out of your house. Mm-hmm. It could get you you lose arrested. your family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very it, gay. People had to hide. Mm-hmm. Really had to hide who they were and had only a few safe spaces. We talk about safe spaces. It's a word that gets made fun of a lot. Mm-hmm. Even though people who make fun of it don't really understand what the concept is. Um, it's they needed safe spaces. They had them in a few very few gay bars mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. these tended because they gay people were on the fringes of society mm-hmm. the bars tended to be kind of on the fringes of society right right tended is the only place that you could gather and be yourself sort of out in the open although of course only inside of these gay bars yeah and you could dance with the person you love you can make out with the person you love mm-hmm. you could hold hands it was nice you could dress and express your gender the way you wanted to and imagine just being around people who are like you yeah and you get to be you and mm-hmm. how that's 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 your one chance a week or however often you go yeah. and you kind of live for that night mm-hmm. you know and incidentally i did know that the cover charge for stonewall back in the day yeah. works out to the equivalent of 14 bucks that's a lot so especially it, considering some of these were some people who were homeless homeless youth. yeah yeah a lot of kids would panhandle all week to get their cover charge to wow. go to stonewall that's crazy yeah and so stonewall was actually kind of a seedy place it was run by the mafia mm-hmm. that was one of the other things most of these places were run by the mafia which meant you also got a Decent chance of getting blackmailed for even going in there. Sure, sure. Um, so the police would show up and raid these places occasionally, often mm-hmm. because, not only because there was gay, illegal gay stuff going on, but mm-hmm. because it was... It was an illegal bar. I they don't were, think it Yeah, had the they license. weren't licensed. Yeah. A lot of them weren't licensed or weren't being run properly, including mm-hmm. Stonewall. Mm-hmm. And so... But there was a method to this. It was it was yeah. the cops and the mafia mm-hmm. working together, at least in the case of New York. I'm not sure how, how widespread this is, but a lot of the things that led to this arrangement in New York is, were universal. But that this underground illegal bar run by the mafia, but they had enough cops on the take and the cops would raid it regularly, but almost always they would notify the bar in advance. Someone on the police force would leak that information to the criminals running the bar. They would let the patrons know. People, you know, lights up, music down, liquor hidden. Uh, Madeline puts on her necktie and Richard puts a dress on and everyone just acts normal and they come and do a raid. Everything looks fine here have a lovely evening officer and you get back to it so it was it was a shitty situation because it's still it exploited a vulnerable population Mm -hmm. they could have been um they could have blackmailed people but in general there was sort of a a gentleman's agreement that we want your cash for the booze and for this ridiculous uh inflated uh Mm -hmm. entrance fee for this yeah. crumbling, disgusting fire trap of a bar because you need this emotional safe space and we can get this from you. So we're going to give you basic, sort of, mostly, generally, this safe space. Yeah. Uh, and that's 
that's how it went and how it continues to be forever and ever. So thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Actually not. So on one day, uh, the police raided and this time they weren't looking for a bribe. They, they, they weren't. And the patrons weren't notified ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever it was on this particular night, and it's, and it's interesting because I've read a lot of interviews with people who were there on this particular night and somehow this night was the one night Everyone this was, was June there. 1969, yeah. and no one was really wanting to put up with it. Yeah, yeah. So it was enough. It was enough. And there's this great quote from Michael Fader, who was there, and he said, We all had this collective feeling like we've had enough of this kind of shit. It wasn't anything tangible anyone said to anyone else. It was just kind of like everything over the years had come to a head on that one particular night in that one particular place. And it was not an organized demonstration. Mm. Everyone in the crowd felt that we were never going to go back. It was like the last straw. It was a time to reclaim something that had always been taken from us. Mm -hmm. All kinds of people, all different reasons, but mostly it was just total outrage, anger, sorrow, everything combined, and everything just kind of ran its course. It was the police who were doing most of the destruction. We were really trying to get back in, in and break free. Mm-hmm. And we felt that we had freedom at last, or freedom at least to show that we demanded freedom. We weren't going to be walking meekly into the night and letting them shove us around. Mm-hmm. It's like standing your ground for the first time, and in a really strong way, that's what caught the police by surprise. There was something in the air, freedom, a long time overdue, and we're going to fight for it. It took different forms, but the bottom line was we weren't going to go away, and we didn't. Nice. So basically, the patrons refused. Would they were the police would try to load up a paddy wagon? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They had people. They had like female police officers trying to check the genitals uh-huh. of anyone in a dress, uh-huh. and uh, they were trying to load people in the paddy wagon. People mm-hmm. from the street just sort of started crowding around and watching. And also, the <laughs> thing about loading people in the paddy wagon, which they would do on a regular yeah. basis. There were reporters standing around with cameras. And this was so dangerous for all the reasons Mm -hmm. we said. This is how your face and your name gets in the newspaper and it's over. Your life Mm -hmm. is over. So so that was a pretty big threat. And yeah. Um, yeah, on so this night pe- in people June. started just sneaking out of the paddy wagon. Every time they'd put try to put someone in, eight people Yoink. would run out. Yeah, they'd try to get people out of the bar, but people would run back in the bar, mm-hmm. or they'd try to isolate everyone in the bar, and everyone would run out, uh-huh. and it uh-huh. was just crazy. I my favorite part of it that was a group of trans women lining up in a chorus. Yes, and in a kick line chorus, uh-huh. impromptu, and singing a song based on the howdy doody song that was we are the stonewall girls Girls, we wear our hair and curls yeah um something 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 about not wearing underpants we don't wear underwear yeah yeah Yeah. so it it sort of turned into a half party it got a little festive a little festive but a, a little crazy and then the cops decided to really crank up everything yeah they called in backup they wanted more cops Mm -hmm. more paddy wagon they're they're going big and that's when the cops escalated everything and violence broke out. Mm-hmm. And there's different stories. I think there's about 10 or 12 people who sure. claim to have thrown the first rock or the first brick. First brick. Yeah. 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 It's true. Who's the who's the one that you have the t-shirt of? It is Marsha P. Johnson. Marsha P. Johnson. Um, is, is one of the... Uh, a, a fairly solid yeah. claim to having thrown the first yeah. brick. But there's a couple other people with reasonably good claims to uh, the brick through the window because the cops, I mean, it was very disorganized. And if you read up on this, we'll have some links down below. 
But the cops are like, everybody out of the bar. That wasn't working. Okay, everybody into the bar. And that wasn't working. Okay, split up people. Like, it, it was just a mess. And at one point, the cops were trying to get everyone into the bar. And Marsha P. Johnson, or maybe Storm A. Yeah. Threw the bricks. And that's when people started just fucking yeah. shit up. Which yeah. is awesome. And, and, and so we should mention at this point, Marsha P. Johnson, African-American trans woman. Yes. And this was a group of people who were on the fringes of society and no one is quite on the fringe as much as African-American trans women. Mm -hmm. And so that that's who a lot of this was, Mm -hmm. was LGBTQ people across the spectrum, however they were able to identify back then. Mm -hmm. But there were also a sizable number of African-American people, people, trans women, people of color. And it's not, it was not a bunch of white dudes. Yeah. No matter what that Stonewall movie tries to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and it was a riot, and word ran out, mm-hmm. and people came to join the riot and protest against the police. After the first day, there was a article in the Village Voice mm-hmm. that talked about queers rioting, or some, some sort yeah. of very unflattering headline in the Village Voice, which mm-hmm. is generally kind of like the rag pretty that's darn, on your side. Pretty darn liberal. I've yeah. called the Village Voice the Fox News of the left. Yes, so. yes. Or the Occupy Democrats. That's kind of the, yeah. the source for news that's like... <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next day, everyone went and protested outside the Village Voice. Yeah. And it protested go on for a third day until uh, that number one way to stop a protest occurred it rained yeah and everyone went home but it didn't end no people started writing marching legislating and making noise and making really things happen really woke a lot of people up mm-hmm. to one that lgbtq people existed they, and for, they exist. for lgbtq people it was oh my god we just stood up for ourselves mm-hmm. And said we weren't going to take this shit, mm-hmm. and it worked. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to take this shit anymore. And it mm-hmm. got people so active. Mm-hmm. So people were just people were forming groups. They were pressuring, con- you know, Congress people and 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 their elected officials and mm-hmm. things. And mm-hmm. stuff got moving. And the next year, on June twenty eighth, nineteen seventy, the first anniversary of the riots mm-hmm. was declared christopher street liberation day christopher street yeah is the the street mm-hmm. that stonewall is on stonewall's yeah. on christopher street it's sort of the main street in new york's kind of neighborhood and it's one not of the a, neighborhoods it's not a very gay neighborhood anymore but i mean it's, it's still got a bunch of gay bars it's got your national historic plaque at, at stonewall yes. it is uh obama made it a mm-hmm. part of the national historic register um, it, it, you know, it's, it's still pretty gay. It's yeah. a beautiful neighborhood. It is, uh, the West Village, Greenwich Village. Mm-hmm. Definitely go. There is a Christopher Street stop on the subway mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. spits you out right there. Yep. It's, it's actually, yeah. So that first year anniversary, there was the Christopher Street Liberation Day, but it also kicked off pride marches in, tons of other towns mm-hmm. that were done in coordination and in sympathy with mm-hmm. uh, the one in New York. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that has kicked off pride and it's been 50 years since then, guys. Oh my God. And they haven't all been good years. No. But, you know, we've seen great times. We've seen fantastic times. We've seen bad times. We lost a lot of people along the way, but we've made it 50 years mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. then. And, and I got to say, 
it, there's been setbacks and there's been loss, but it's been a hell of a lot of progress. Just yeah. a hell of a lot of progress. Yeah. And pride, that word pride, it really comes from the fact that people used to have to be ashamed of who mm-hmm. they were. Mm-hmm. We, we did. I grew up feeling ashamed for who I am. And when you're told your whole life by institutions in authority over you that you should be ashamed of this behavior. Mm-hmm. And then you finally get to say, no, I am not ashamed of who I am. Mm-hmm. I am not. And that is amazing. And that is what pride celebrates. Yeah. And it's funny. I feel like pride is almost a little like Christmas in that it's getting way too commercialized. <laughs> <laughs> I, the first time I saw the pride parade in New York City, it was like Pepsi supports pride. Yeah. Delta Airlines supports pride. City Union Bank. Carbide supports pride. <laughs> Monsanto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Newport cigarettes. <laughs> it was like, it, I, it felt like that, that yeah. it was just very, very corporate. Mm-hmm. But it's pride. I mean, it is, is though. It ha- it's become that way yeah. because companies know they can make money. And the same reason you said politicians can show up and, mm-hmm. and be supportive, even though they're not all the time. The yeah. same with these companies, you know. Um, this is something that we should always do is mm-hmm. that companies need to. If if a company is at pride, they better damn sure make they better make sure their employees, their gay employees, LGBTQ employees are being treated well. And That's they have just my own personal policies. Yeah. And if they don't, what they've done is open themselves up to a very valid criticism. Yeah. How how can you claim to be a supporter of pride when you don't have paid paternal leave when two dads adopt a kid? You know, yeah. it, it things like that. And Corporate America is aware of this. So even though it has gotten corporate, mm-hmm. I think overall it is a beneficial thing yeah. in that corporations wanting to bank on this do need to implement mm-hmm. gay-friendly policies. Yeah. The first time I went to Pride, we I had never gone to it. I had lived in New York for ages. I remember the first time I was going to go and meet some friends, and I had this like silver dress mm. that I was like all excited to wear. Mm-hmm. and. It was very silver and shiny and very tight. And I look like a prostitute when I wear it. <laughs> uh, so I was going to wear that and I chickened out. I Aww. didn't go. I chickened out. I was afraid. You didn't go in jeans? You just didn't go at all? I didn't go at all. Okay. Okay. And so. I loved you in that dress. Though. I know. I, looked, I wish I was that skinny. I know. <laughs> uh, it was like basically saran wrap. I, so the first year I went was actually with you. Ah, I'd never gone to Pride. It was always something I sort of kept at arm's length mm-hmm. because I didn't really want to deal with that part of myself. And you weren't out to me yet. I wasn't. No, no, I, I was. made you go to Pride. Yes, I was. You sure? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I have pictures of our first Pride, and I'm I'm definitely curled oh, yeah. up in those. Okay, now I remember. Yeah. Okay. But I've been to a few more Prides. I've marched in the parade, and mm-hmm. I will say it's it's wonderful. To get to have a day to celebrate who we are. In a month. In a month. It's it's expanded because, okay, I got to say this, LGBTQ people put on the best holidays and parties. Oh my God. Which is why Pride has expanded to a month. You don't see friggin' Arbor Day expanding to a month. <laughs> Sorry, tree enthusiasts, but you just don't have good enough parties. <laughs> but Pride is so beautiful. It's so wonderful. And I remember marching in the Pride Parade last year. And we were just marching down some street in New York City. And I just, the all the stuff was pouring down. Oh, and confetti in confetti, the air. Confetti, and we had all these transy 
signs and flags yeah, and the stuff. the signs they gave out were rainbows on one side and the trans yeah. flag on the other side. Mm-hmm. So, th- you know, usually I just keep an eye out for trans flags because I run up to people and yeah. they're like, I have a podcast, here's a postcard. But trans flags were everywhere. Yeah, and that's not a good reason trans flags are everywhere. It was because trans people are under attack, but at least people were coming out in support of trans stuff. Yes. And so I saw a lot more trans flag last year. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens this year. But I remember um, this is something I wrote about that experience of just being able to walk down the street as myself mm-hmm. in a, in the middle of a celebration. And it's, I grew up being terrified of anyone ever finding out who I really was. Now I can be the real me and live without fear. That's why I celebrate today. And we celebrate for all those who didn't get to be here today. And we celebrate for all those who need our example to help find their own courage. And we celebrate for all those who wish us harm so that we can, we celebrate to show all those who wish us harm that we are not alone and we are not afraid. And so that was kind of my thoughts on pride is, is we, we do celebrate to celebrate ourselves to, to show that we're not ashamed, but also because it's been 50 years. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't going to be at this year's 50th anniversary of Stonewall. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be at World Pride, and that's because of various reasons. But we've lost a lot of people, and we've lost a lot of siblings. We've lost people, and we keep losing people. We still lose people, but we march for them, too. Yeah. We march for mm -hmm. that they could have marched with us if things had been different or better, or that... There will be more in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to have a dent. I just want to make a dent. Yeah. In the number of people growing up, childhood through to adulthood, thinking, that's not for me. I can't be who I am. Yeah. This isn't real. I don't have to do this. And, you know, we talk about Stonewall and protests and laws and corporate family policies. And we didn't even talk about AIDS. We didn't even talk about marriage. But... A lot of these amazing rights and privileges mm-hmm. that we have, so many people don't. It is so weird to yeah. think that there are still countries that you can't be gay. There yeah. are no gays here. That's not a thing. That's yeah. still how it is. No, when I was talking about life in New York in the 60s, it's yeah. like, yeah, I, in my mind, I kept thinking about all the other countries mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that are or places in the United States where it's still, Just as you can still be fired for worse. being gay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, there's a lot of people who can't be here because of violence, because mm-hmm. of disease, because of, of their, they're in countries where they don't get to celebrate. And we march for them. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. every, we, they go with us in spirit. And every kid who's not sure yet that they want to jump in a pride march, we march for them too. Yeah. And every kid who's not allowed to because their parents won't let them or they're too afraid. We march to show them that this can be done. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is a celebration of that struggle. And that that kid will mm-hmm. get there one day. They'll yeah. be, they'll be they'll marching there one with day. us. They will. Yeah. It's shitty now. And we celebrate our struggle. And, and there is a, a woman, Audrey Lord, who you should read about. Link down below. She's, she's a very courageous woman. She said that... Revolution is not a one-time event. Mm-hmm. 
And that's something that I kind of learned in my life. I'm hitting 40 now, and I thought that a lot of this stuff was settled. Yeah, I thought we were done. I thought we were done. I thought we had won these rights and that and that it was good now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that this is something that every generation has to fight for these rights again. This mm-hmm. is not something that we get to ever not be vigilant about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. But on the other hand, pride is an opportunity for us to celebrate the fact that we are capable of this, mm-hmm. that we have done this before, that we have won this fight, and that we are not giving up. Mm-hmm. We are not going to be ashamed. We are not going to be silent. We are not going to shut up, and we are not afraid. We are going to keep this fight going because mm-hmm. we have the strength. We have the people and we've shown that strength before mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. last 50 years. And and it's important to mm-hmm. show people who would oppress us what they're yeah, up against. Exactly. Anyone who can organize a parade that well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We know how to march. We know That's how to march. And all this legislation against transgender people in the military is just the corner of the wedge of the fight against us. This is not going away. Mm-hmm. This is still just part of your life. Any any of our listeners who are disabled or people of color, everyone knows this is a lifelong battle. I want to believe things are okay and fixed and we can move on to other things. But like Faith said, we're going to have to keep fighting this battle. So stay awake, alert, involved, and engaged. Go to Pride. Have a blast, but also sign the petitions, Yeah, see which politicians show up, and keep reading the news. Don't get complacent. That's what they want you to do. No. Pride is pride's a party, but it's also a gathering where we can show our strength because we're going to need that strength, guys. Mm-hmm. And I know you have it. Mm-hmm. I know you do because you've shown it, and let's have a fun pride. Yeah. Have a blast, everyone. Stay safe, drink water, wear sunscreen. Yep. We will talk to you next time. All right, everyone. Bye! If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at the gender rebels. Music for the gender rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback Production copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.